today I'd like to talk about the father void, the catastrophe that is the physical and emotional absence of a father. I want to start by saying um, about a friend of mine from years ago, I mentioned him on another podcast, a man named Peter Simmons, who was a World War II Special Forces veteran. And he once said to me, modern children love their parents, but they're not inspired by them, and they certainly do not want to be like them. I remember hearing this had a profound effect on me, but it was what he followed up with and said next that really stunned me. He then said, my father was the sort of man that led by example, with courage, and maybe want to be just like him. Your generation doesn't have that anymore, so you feel lost and misguided. I remember I thought about this for a long time afterwards. I thought about that comment, but I didn't have a response. Probably because I was raised without my father, and the men I did have in my family were far from healthy role models. I spent the early part of my life not knowing how to act, or even a sense of feeling of who I was. And I often think, what's happened to those days gone by when boys aspired to be like and guided by their fathers, or other positive family role models? Most of history saw the boy by the father's side from an early age learning the ways of life and survival. As soon as father was sent into factories in recent history, the father void started to take shape and is now reaching a crescendo point and the true consequences are starting to become apparent. We don't expect our sons to introduce themselves as uh, Uhtred, son of Uhtred, as the lead character does in the series The Last Kingdom, set in the 9th century AD. However, we do seem to have gone so far the other way that children are specifically going out of their way to not be like their fathers. I know this because I teach young men looking for meaning every single week. And our world is now finding out that devaluing and degrading a man's role within a family as well as society at large, is detrimental to both sexes, especially children, who are the biggest and often forgotten victims of a fatherless generation. I remember how I yearned for male role models and felt a deep void for never having one. And we now have a society where fathers and their children are becoming more and more disconnected. Men often feel disconnected not only from society but from themselves. And what I've learned is only men can guide boys into becoming men. And the impact of a fatherless society is becoming an absolute catastrophe. Sometimes it's due to a tragedy. I've coached boys whose fathers have unexpectedly died. And this is really tragic. I remember once I had a, a call from a very, very concerned, frantic mother about her son Jason. Now, Jason was about 14 years old at the time and by the time I got to the house he'd been punching the wall with his bare hands and hitting his head on the wall and he's had uh, his hands covered in blood his face was covered in blood he was in a terrible way um, and I was left in the room with this chap with this, this little lad and um, after a very short discussion and calming him down, the, the, the poor guy just convulsed in my arms for what seemed like 10 minutes. And that's what I do. I invite these people to break themselves against me so that they can, they can heal through letting all their anguish out and then try and mould them into something 
to give them some meaning in life. But it's it's um it's a very challenging situation, and you have to pick your words and carefully. And I always say to these boys, you know, you weren't meant to have a father throughout your life. It's something amazing is going to come out of this. It takes time to get to that point. But I have to create meaning. I have to give them some meaning to it. So that gives them something to hang on to. So they can, they can feel a purpose behind it. Almost as if they've been chosen for, for, through their pain and suffering for something bigger in their life to come. And I would like to say at this point, you know, any mother, please take note, if for whatever reason your son loses his father, find him a male role model. It might just stop him from going under and will actually make him closer and more understanding of the mother. And we fall into the, to an idea that fathers are not necessary and the results are there for everyone to see and feel this impact from this void. Because fathers are often the boundary setters for children. They stretch them out of their physical comfort zones, deliver a more masculine energy that every child needs. And I've seen many grown men with numerous forms of OCD, ADHD and other behavioural issues stemming from a fatherless background. A fatherless background can also be emotional absence, not just physical, because they can be present but not present and have no interest in the children or simply be in so much of their own pain they cannot pick up in their own children's stress. So there's different ways of being absent. And the impacts of this gang violence is often traced back to the absence of fathers and positive male role models, including well-known terrorist groups who have admitted the one common denominator they have is the absence of fathers. So it is men that have a capability to turn around much of the mental health issues of depression and anxiety in the world today and the gang violence that prevails in the Western world. What a tremendous societal transforming reason for any father to step up and work on his own issues and challenges. And it's not even about the individual man. It's all about men uniting for a common cause and setting an example for those to follow. The fatherless society will continue to create a far-reaching generational impact, which the full damage from this crisis is yet to be seen. When someone doesn't love their children, and many parents don't, it's because they're unable to love in general due to the barriers they have built within themselves. It's never personal towards a child, but a conditioned reaction to how they were treated. It's no wonder, therefore, that generations of men are struggling at times, especially boys who are taught that masculinity is wrong, as are the more aggressive and competitive feelings that accompany growing boys and young men. Yet these are just energies that can be guided, they can be directed and focused. On top of this, uh, you've probably heard sayings such as toxic masculinity. Yeah, I'm far more certain you've never heard the saying toxic femininity because the terminology doesn't exist. Yet both men and women can behave in a way that results in destructive outcomes. They do it in different ways, but it's destructive nevertheless. And yet schools, I know this for a fact because obviously I teach young men, and now bringing in this uh, concept of to toxic masculinity in a way of warning young men what they have inside them and how destructive it could be. But they should direct this at all of them rather than single a particular sex out because, as I said, 
both sexes can behave in a way that create destructive outcomes. And suppressing men creates a docile, complacent society by subduing its very protectors. And in addition to this, we've given far too much responsibility over to schools, the media and our government in terms of how boys and men are influenced. It's also produced a harmful trend of feminising boys and men. And this isn't just having a harmful effect on males, but on girls, women, families and an entire society. Girls will judge men on her father. He will set the standard of what to expect. Girls will indulge in early sexual behaviour without a responsible father. She also fills the void caused by the lack of male energy. And there's an increased and growing disconnection between parents and their children, especially fathers, who once again are the natural protectors of the family unit. And by expecting more of our children's outside education and influences, we expect less of ourselves as fathers and men. And this can be taken to the extreme through awful institutions like boarding school for young children, the realm of the most irresponsible and often selfish of parents. It is the make of an almost permanent disconnection between parent and child that can last a lifetime. Most parents hide behind terms such as toughening up with regards to institutions like boarding school and other extreme decisions. And yet preparing a child for life has to be done alongside with love. When a parent removes emotional and physical support, it's not preparing a child for life, but simply neglect. Some of the lads I train do go to boarding school, but they've chosen to do so at a later age of, uh, at, at the earliest, 14 or 15, where it's easier for them to stay at boarding school a couple of nights a week before they come home. But they've made the decision and they were ready to do it. And that's the big difference of when it can work. And you will likely know that there is a boy crisis. They are failing at school, becoming addicted, dropping out of education, and even society itself. Violence is prevalent. Boys are medicated and labelled problem children for not fitting into a school system more suited to girls. I will say right now that the solution to the boy and man crisis is not mental health centres in schools. More school teachers, more mental health support for adults, and other peripheral distractions. It is us, the men of society, who if we change our mindsets and reclaim the formidable strength of mind we once had, will bring about the desired change. It is being the leading light for them in the dark. It is showing them the way of becoming a man through example. And every man should ask himself, what example am I demonstrating to my family? Our culture has become all about shifting responsibility onto someone or something else and a never-ending shaming and condemning of particular groups of society. And men are currently one of these groups. Even within films and TV, men have been made out to be a clumsy liability or portrayed as a complete opposite in the form of an extreme egomaniac instead of the reliable protector he once was. Forged in the mindset of the ancient hunter-gatherer who had an instrumental, irreplaceable role of mentor and teacher to his children. Modern man has reluctantly embraced aspects of society that are enslaving his instincts, his intelligence and heart. And we see the results of this in a ca catastrophic mouth suicides and mental health issues throughout the Western world.
Even with a degree of financial success in life, men feel angry, frustrated and lost, caught in a constant struggle to be enough. At the other end of the scale to the young Jason story I said earlier, there's another story about another man, um, the father of three children, who I was coaching. Very, very successful man. Had many old classic cars, properties all over the world, and yet he broke down with me many times crying because two of his children, two of his three children, didn't speak to him anymore. They wanted nothing to do with him because of his prior behaviour. They felt that he didn't love them, he had no time for them, and he was desperately trying to claw back connection with them, which is incredibly difficult when you're dealing with hurt children. Um, and that just demonstrates the two ends of the scale there of a young lad feeling pain from not having a father, and then the father seeing the, the outcome of his own behaviour and feeling grief at that as well and trying to repair it, but it can be incredibly difficult. And it doesn't have to, get to, to go to that stage. You can have a formidable, developed character integrity and financial success. There's this idea that they have to choose. When I speak to men, they feel they have to choose. If they become a, a loving man of integrity, they have to sacrifice success. This is nonsense. How is destroying a family successful? How is being disconnected from your wife and your children any value of success? You can have both, and it should always start with the development of character. And this is what I'm trying to instill in young men now, is develop the character first and go forward with that, and decide how you're going to walk in the world. The cause and effect of that will be immense. But we are often so ingrained within the system we don't recognise any alternative. Men are now uncertain how to act, and many of their traditional chivalrous actions are being attacked and criticised. And sadly, modern society has become super fragile, where people are going out of their way to feel offended at anything, something. And this hyper-vulnerable state has infiltrated into almost every institution. Everyone is encouraged to be a weaker, more fragile, intuitively deficient, subservient victim. And of course, this awful trend has greatly contributed to the crisis we see in boys and men. Truth is all out of fashion and actively encouraged in favour of lies and conformity. But without truth, a society becomes weak, immoral and unjust, and that includes the men within it. And Frederick Nietzsche summed it up with this powerful quote, it's one of my favourite quotes of his, and he said, A man's worth is determined by how much truth he can tolerate. I love that. And many men cannot tolerate much truth at all these days. And this alone keeps them dysfunctional and unable to lead their sons. Which is why children would rather get their values from YouTube now, instead of parents or schools. Boys in particular are now looking for connection elsewhere, because very little in modern culture is appealing to them. This is of course true of men too, and who can blame them? Role models have disappeared. Political leaders lack integrity and courage and they set an extremely low bar. And most people in the public are expected to simply adhere to whatever is the current trend. And what exactly would life look like if men went along with this new, subdued, puppy dog style version of a man? Most men are lying to themselves. Behind the false smiles, politeness and portrayal of excessive harmlessness is huge fear. 
And fear is in fact the consequence of this forced subdued niceness, which is the worst possible example of virtue signalling. This isn't having a sense of being right, it's suppression. There's nothing right about it. It's just a dead life of passive conformity that paradoxically leads to frustration, anger and even violence. I don't know who it was, but somebody once said, if you stay bent over long enough, you will think it's standing up. For us as men, without a challenging and meaningful existence, life will seem dreary and pointless and will result in aimlessly drifting through constant distractions and even addictions to numb the pain of a purposeless life. This change in our sense of self can be monumentally hard transition. Yet what exactly are the alternatives? In a world seemingly full of choices, the truth is there is only one choice. If we want something more than the mundane jobs, relationships and distractions, we sway towards out of convenience and fear. The only one powerful opportunity in, in anyone's life for personal growth is to reclaim self-sovereignty so you can live by innate human values, not experimental trads, uh, uh, trends and fads. Every man will have to operate very differently from what many elements of society are telling them. But it's this mindset that reawakens the innate values of courage, integrity, humility and compassion. These values are a way of life that create the greatest changes in the world, which incidentally are the ones most men are trying to desperately reconnect with, for they hold life's meaning themselves. In truth, without these virtues, men will indeed become self-doubting, self-loathing objects of pity. We don't need any more advice bombarded at us, nor do we need to be told how to behave and micromanage every aspect of our life. We need a way of life with a bedrock of cast iron values, a philosophy of living that will deeply inspire us and awaken an innate intuitive intelligence beyond the lunacy of cultural trends. And best of all, this will have a huge impact on our children and everyone around us. Despite a rapidly changing world, it's these values that will remain unchanging and timeless for anyone that wants to live a life of real meaning and purpose. Men now need to call to courage more than any other time. Society, our children and the world itself need the presence of responsible men to lead, enhance and protect the life of all or the unfolding mayhem of our irresponsible culture will become far worse. Thank you for listening. For more information, go to www.simonlee.online.